businesses aren't great because they find new customers. Great businesses are great because they keep the same customers and they're able to generate money from those same customers. We're on a mission. We're going to find and uncover the smartest, most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Explore their highs, their lows, and how they ultimately mastered the game. I'm Martin Cook, and I'm excited to welcome you to the Smarter Destiny podcast. I'm grateful for you and your time. Now let's level up together. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another Smarter Destiny podcast, where this time we have my friend Sheehan Chowdhury. Sheehan is the CIO and co-founder of Power Media Group, which is a multimedia marketing company that has four key brands under its umbrella and each one of those four brands is generating between seven and eight figures revenue. So we've got a fourfer on the show today, not one brand, four. Sheehan is a bit of an expert when it comes to building e-commerce brands that perform. And so today his mission is to educate us on building amazing brands online, amazing brands that sell to customers and then sell again to the same customers through domain selection, store setup, optimizing, understanding the eccentricities of the different social media algorithms and just generally being a badass when it comes to e-com. On top of that, I believe we're going to dabble a little bit into understanding what it's like to communicate with 10 million people across social media, which Sheehan does on a regular basis across all of their social media uh, fans and followers. So we've got a real badass on the show today, ladies and gents. So without further ado, let's welcome Sheehan. Sheehan, how's it going? Going well, thanks for having me on the show. Brilliant. So the way we like to do it on this show is we like to go back uh, to a point in your past, which really serves as a true kicking off point for your entrepreneurial journey. So if you've got a, a time and location in mind to start your story, please take us back there and paint us a word picture. Absolutely. So um, I started my journey with uh, my uh, partner, Abdul, and we started this journey um, right when we were just out of high school. Uh, we were just, you know, starting off college. And um, at that time, Instagram was really, you know, starting to kick off. And so at that time, uh, my partner Abdul was actually had a had some Instagram pages that you know he just had some fun. Uh, it was just like one of the pages was called workout routine. He was just having fun putting workouts in. He was really doing it just to c collect workouts for him and his friends. Uh, what he ended up seeing is that he was able to gain a lot of followers. And uh, ever since that time, um, he's been super into well, how do we keep on growing uh, followers? But then we got to a point where we said, okay, well, if we're able to grow followers in one page, why can't we do it for other pages? So we started, uh, um, you know, hitting other niches and started growing other Instagram pages. So we had uh, like a, a workout page. Uh, we had a specific workout page. We even at one point had like a um, like a drinking tea uh, a company as well. Um, we really started off as as uh, as entrepreneurs where we're, we're able to like scout talent and take a talent and um, kind of uh, broaden them up and you know uh, 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 make them better than what they are um, and so when we were like little like when I was little I mean like when we were just getting out of high school uh, we had our own little company it was called like voices of tomorrow and 
essentially it was just uh, we would find like local uh, artists, like musicians, and then we would essentially give them a platform where they can perform and we would like get audiences for them. Um, we kind of grew out of that um, because, you know, we started getting into the, you know, the online portion. And while we were on our Instagram, we saw one of the companies selling tea products, right, drinking tea. And we said to ourselves, well, if they can do it, why can't we, right? So we started doing research and we're able to uh, source the tea um, all the way in China, figure out the customs, everything, all that stuff, bring it over here. And, um, and all this was happening while we had a nine to five job, by the way, right? So, um, you know, while we were at our nine to five jobs, we were figuring all this out. And then uh, it got to a point when we figured it out, we started selling the tea and we we're like, hold on, we're actually making more money <laughs> doing this in our nine to five. However, we were kind of smart about it because uh, instead of pocketing all that money, we started investing it right back into our businesses. Now, not, not all businesses were, you know, flowers and glory. We had some that didn't do well and, you know, they failed. But that was part of the learning process that got us to where we are right now. Um, and so throughout our journey, so I would say from the, I'm 31 right now, since the age of, uh, eight, you know, 18 to now, uh, there's a lot of stuff that we learned on online marketing and online selling. Um, and we're still learning, but uh, we got to this point where we, we now have multiple brands. So um, to, to reflect it back, so back in uh, 2010, um, 2010, you and your partner were figuring out Instagram and, and getting some early success with um, initially the, the, the workout videos and routines, but then branching out and realizing that you could uh, build uh, followings in other areas and you, you, you stumbled sure. across a tea brand, um, thought, Hey, we can do that. Figured out the customs, which by the way, I, I know that alone is probably like, like importing tea of all colors and then trying to like classify it for customs. I, I don't envy you. I know that's kind of been a, right. a simple thing, but you started having success with this tea brand to the point where you're able to quit uh, your nine to five. And you must've at this point thought, huh? Uh, we might be on to something. Um, so are you able to share the name of, I mean, does that tea brand still exist? Um, are you able to name the Yeah, so uh, that is called uh, Clean Body. Clean Body. Okay, yeah. and so uh, does that still exist? Clean Body does not exist. Uh, that was one of our, um, I would say, our learning, uh, <laughs> learning company. Um, but uh, we, you know, we learned so much from that. But it's not, it's not that it went downhill. It's just that we expanded because we were like, okay, we're able to do TT. But what about supplements? We started getting into supplements, and we saw that supplements was a lot easier than tea because number one, the supplements were able to source from America, um, and and so we we did a pivot from from Clean Body to another company called Shed Fat. And so Shed Fat used to, we used to sell the tea, but then we were like, okay, where the margins are higher on the supplements. It's easier for us to uh, source the supplements because it's right here in America. And on top of that, um, uh, you know, shipping and all the logistics process was a lot easier. So we, sh we shifted from uh, selling tea 
to selling supplements. In between, we did still sell the tea and the supplements, but then we just officially went over to the supplements. Okay, so so you're now selling supplements, which based on the brand name Shed Fat, I'm going to assume uh, it was something along the, uh, the the fat burning area, right? With the with the, with the supplements. Right. So what was um, what's some of the the key learnings um, and key takeaways or key discoveries? Uh, that you 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 discovered you found when you were uh, started selling supplements. Like, um, what's different about selling supplements to selling uh, tea? So one of the biggest difference that we saw was the actual um, not not practicality, but like when you're trying to make claims, right? Um, supplements just come with a lot more research. Uh, so when we're creating those landing pages, uh, we were able to be more scientific with it rather than with the tea. Okay, and so is that more from a is that from a compliance point of view, or is that like customers demanding uh, to see the science? Yeah, so I, it, it's a little bit of both, um, and at the at the same time, we also want to sell products that we believe in. Um, so, so you know, it's not. Like we didn't believe in tea. It's just that we knew that you would get better results with supplements over tea. Okay. And so are we still um, using or utilizing the social media uh, pages at this point? Are we still growing the various social media pages and uh, somehow funneling into the brands? Or are these brands standalone and not benefiting from that social exposure? So it's a little bit of both. So um, Abdul has created like this whole infrastructure on how a social uh, how the social you know algorithm should be or or how he um, how he goes uh, you know how he plays to the algorithm so essentially you know he he figure out ways to you know certain times to post during the day now this differs from the types of brands right because there are certain brands where you do want to do night posting because you know that's when people are on and there's certain brands where you want to do uh, during the day um, so, you know, times to post, what to post, um, uh, how to post, uh, you know, th- these are all the little kinks that we had to uh, essentially figure out. So just to give you an example, one of our brands is called Heat Extreme. And with Heat Extreme, we have, um, uh, we have coaches um, that, that essentially, you know, teach our audience how to work out, what to eat and, you know, what to do. Now, in order for people to believe those coaches, we have to brand those coaches, right? And we're really good at branding them through social media. And so one of the ways that we do is, for example, we make, uh, let's start with one of the coaches, his name is uh, DP, Daryl Patterson. We first start by making his we make lifestyle videos. So lifestyle videos just talk about just his general life. So people kind of get to know him personally. Then we have educational videos, right? So where that's where DP is actually educating his uh, his his, his uh, followers, and that's to gain trust, right? Um, and then we have uh, uh, videos of him doing exercises. So these are more you know practical uh, 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 videos. Um, so these are like kind of the setups that we do. So anytime when it comes to growing social media, you have to identify. Uh, you know these type of uh, these type of things. So we have another uh, like I, we have a health company that we worked with, and so with that health company, you know, we did the similar thing. We identified okay, well, what do we need to do? The first thing is, 
well, we need to gain the trust of the followers. How do we do that? We make posts that are um, that are uh, very informative and that speak facts. Uh, especially like during the you know uh, the pandemic, um, you know we were actually providing very uh, um, uh, very uh, useful posts that you know that taught people like okay how do you properly wash your hands? Uh, you know, you got to get in between the nails, you know those type of things. Um, so it's it's it you really have to figure out how much value you can give, but at the same time um, give informational world that will trust you. And then at the same time, show a personal side of you. The value, trust, and the personal side. Those are the three main keys when it comes to social media. Beautiful. And so what does your team look like? So, I mean, creating this valuable content isn't, isn't a quick thing, right? So, like, what does your uh, social media content or, or, or company content team look like? It's pretty big. I mean, we have, uh, uh, you know, we have about... Um, eight uh, people that are just in the uh, um, uh, media side of it. Um, we have uh, about four people, uh, no, six people that's in the graphic side of it. And when I said media side, I mean like videographer, editor. Uh, we even have an animator as well. Um, and then we have uh, four people that's on the copywriting side. Um, then we have uh, uh, four people that's on the advertising side. Um, so it's pretty large, but it's, it's, it's really maintaining everything within. What, what, we, what we learn to do right now is create almost like an um, assembly line. So essentially, uh, we have a team that thinks of you know, what type of post um, this Instagram page should be doing. Then, we have a, then, then it gets sent to uh, our creators. And those are the people that shoot or make the content. Then it goes to a copywriter because before we make the post, we want to make sure we have a nice copy for that post, a nice caption. So then it gets sent over there. So it's like assembly line that we kind of created uh, for this. Nice. I like that. So we've got the experts at the different um, the stages to really produce this, this polished, engaging content out the other side. Um, okay, so we've established power media group and the, some of the brands underneath and um, the sort of early pillars, if you like, of success on social media. We introduced this episode uh, talking about um, how to really build a brand and really the, the, the A to Z um, of building an e-commerce brand. Um, if I tee you up for that, like, like, what can you share with the audience today that will help them on their um, e-commerce brand building, whether it's before they've started or actually with an established brand. What can you share that, that can help our audience today? Yes. Yeah, so when it comes to e-commerce, the first thing is to figure out what's the best platform, right? From all from our experience, uh, you know, we did everything from, you know, WordPress to custom built site to Wix to Squarespace. You, you name it all, we did it. So far, Shopify, hands down, is the best uh, for, uh, for e-commerce. Um, so first is choosing the right platform. When it comes to that, definitely Shopify. Next is when it comes to your product, right? And it comes to what is it that you offer, right? So um, in our case, with Heat Extreme, we have three main things that we offer. Number one is online training. 
number two is supplements, um, and number three is a, a video on demand uh, service. So once you figure out what your offers are, then you have to dive in and really figure out, okay, well, how does this product really value the customer, right? What, what problem is it solving? And one of the main keys that I would say when it comes to e-commerce, when it comes to selling, it's always about the problem that you're solving. That's has always, and, and, and if you can't find the problem, you better make one up. <laughs> um, uh, that, that, that's the number one thing. It's like, what is it, what is it that you're solving? So with us, uh, when it comes to online training, well, we figured out, we first looked at other companies, and that's what you want to do too. You want to look at your competitors and you want to say, okay, how am I different from my competitor? One of the things that we saw was that, hey, listen, you know, meal plans are really hard to follow. Well, we made a really good meal plan that's easy to follow. Uh, we saw that um, workout videos, like when people have to go through the PDF and they have to carry a PDF around, it's, it just doesn't make sense. Well, we made a follow-along program. Really looking at your differentiator, how are you different from your competitor, and then uh, looking at the problem and then, and then highlighting those you know, within your landing page. Now, um, with uh, Shopify, you can actually build custom landing pages using an app called Zipify. Uh, which is something that you know we always do. So having that in the back end is really good. And then uh, the other portion is when it comes to doing the actual fulfillment. When we started with the tea, we were fulfilling the orders ourselves. It was just Abdul and I, and we had like two other helpers, and we we're doing it ourselves. And when you reach a certain volume, it doesn't make sense for you to do that. It's actually easier if you send your products to a warehouse. A quick Google search will, if you just do shipping warehouses, you'll find, you know, dozens of them, you know, around the U.S. You know, utilizing that uh, shipping warehouse because, again, it alleviates a lot of unnecessary things that you don't really need to be doing. Um, and, 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 and that helps automate certain things. Uh, then when it comes to uh, e-commerce, is, is uh, advertising, email marketing, and your real time. So... One quote that I always say is that great businesses aren't great because they find new customers. Great businesses are great because they keep the same customers and they're able to generate money from those same customers. That's what makes a great business. And it's, it's, it's similar to um, the, your local corner store. Your local corner store is not in business because it finds new customers every day. Your corner store by your house is, is, is in business is because the same people are coming every single day. So with the e-commerce, how do you do that? How do you get the same people to keep coming over and over every single day? There's two things to it. Number one is if you're a service-based business, if you do consultations or, or those type of things, um, you, need to, you need to have like tier levels of it. So um, when they do one consultation with you, they should be able to do another one, or you should have different types of it. Uh, if you have products, physical products, that's the easiest way is, how do you get people hooked on your product? So they always rely on your product. Um, now, there's many ways to do that. Obviously, one way is if your product tastes really good, then obviously go, you know, uh, um, they're gonna keep coming back for that. However, there's underlying things that come with it. For example, customer service. 
if your customer service is crap, people aren't going to come back. And I promise you this, people will, especially in today's world where in the palm of their hands they have access to everything, if you give bad customer service, they will not come back. On top of that, they will also leave bad reviews. So all this e-commerce thing is great and all, but if you don't have your basics like customer service in play, forget about it. Um, that's, the, the, that's the first thing. The second thing is engagement. How do you stay engaged with your customers? You have to have an email list. And in today's world, you better have a text list. You better do text marketing because if you're not doing text marketing, again, you're not doing e-commerce right. So constantly staying engaged with the customers and um, and uh, having a robust, great customer service are one of the two main things that will always have you a retained set of, uh, of customers that will keep coming back and keep buying more and more and more. There's other ways to enhance that. For example, you should be doing giveaways. Um, you should be doing prizes. Um, you know, th there's so many things that that, that can be done uh, to retain these customers and to build a community. And it brings me to my third point. You have to build a community. And you can only do that specifically right now through social media. I mean, if you if you have a, a brand, if I if I go to your if you're e-commerce and you sell products, and if I go to your Instagram page right now, I better I better see you showcasing your customer within that nine feet. So if I go on your page right now within that nine set of uh, nine pictures that show up on the screen, your Instagram, one of them better be a picture of your customer or their review. 100%. Customers love it when you highlight them within your own company. It's just one of those things. So um, I might be going all over the place, but uh, yeah. uh, but you know th th these are some of the things that you know you have to think about. And a lot of people fail to realize you know how much uh, customer service is uh, is important. And you know Jeff Bezos himself. Um, it's a famous video of him talking about he only cares about the customers. He only cares about the customer experience. Um, and until this day, Amazon still has one of the best customer service. If you want to return something, it's easy to return. It's easy to get a hold of them. Um, you want your store to be that experience. Now, here's the other component of it. We live in a internet-based world. Uh, that's the main reason why, you know, it all started when Blockbuster shut down. When Blockbuster shut down, <laughs> You know, that, that was the antenna. That should have been the antenna for every other business because when they shut down, what started going down? The other, uh, you know, like Circuit City went down. Best Toys Buy, R Us. They even closed some of their brands. Toys R Us. Why is that? That's because people can do it from the convenience of their own home. Now, here's the key. If you can mimic the in-store experience online, that's the key. And you can only do that with customer service. So for example, if you go on our website, heatextreme.com, you can right away chat with one of our uh, representatives to help you choose what's the best product for you. On top of that, when you're on our social media, you can directly uh, message us. Um, you can, if you comment on any of our posts, we comment right back. 
there is no comment that goes uncommented on our social media. Um, and, and that's the importance of, of, of uh, engagement because, again, you want to mimic however the in-store experience was. You want to mimic that online. Um, and, and, and that's the whole point. You want to, you want to make people feel like they're, they're on the you know, personal level. Like, for example, uh, Discover had one of the best uh, commercials of, of uh, I don't know if you remember, but essentially, like, you know, one of the one of the customers would call uh, Discover, and it's and it was like them talking to themselves because Discover was trying to show like, you know, our customer is like, you know, you talking to yourself. It's like it's it, it's that personal. Um, same thing with the e-commerce brand. It should be that personal. Um, and, and again, there's there's things you can leverage to make it even more personal. For example. We use a lot of AI tools to, to really figure out um, who our customer is um, and what they like. So for example, we have a product called uh, Collagen. It's a collagen product. And if we see, and we're able to like, you know, put it in certain uh, parameters, we can say, okay, I want to see all the customers that bought uh, collagen more than three times throughout their lifetime. If they bought it more than three times, that means what? That they really care about their hair and nails because that's what collagen is really used for. Or if they really care about their hair, skin, and nails, now I can tailor certain emails or certain text messages talking to them based on those uh, uh, things like hair, skin, and nails. And that's when the customer is like, oh, okay, how did this person know that, they, that I care about hair, skin, and nails? So... There's definitely different tactics that you can use to really get, to really understand your customer. And that's the thing you have to do is, is in today's world, how do you understand them? So let's, let's delve, that, delve into that a little bit more. So you mentioned some AI tools. Can you share any names of uh, the AI tools or are they internal ones that you've built? So they're actually on Shopify. They're a Shopify app. Um, I, I don't have the name you know, off the top of my head right now, but on Shopify, when you go to the app store, and if you just type in segmentation as a search, um, uh, you'll get you, you'll get listed with a bunch of tools. And there's new ones coming out every time. So if you just type in segmentation, uh, you'll see a bunch of segmentation tools, and they just help really segment your customer based on certain parameters that you put in. Brilliant. Um, top tip there. And so are you then um, manually going and looking at the uh, these customers that have ordered from you at least three times, checking out their social medias, checking out what they're talking about? Um, like, how do you go one step further to truly understanding your customer and what it, and what their, the why is, uh, the why, why they bought? Yeah. Yeah, so definitely. I mean, the, the first thing was to look at is like, oh, how, much, how much did they spend on us, right? Because if we, if we see that, okay, this customer spent, you know, for example, we have one customer that spent throughout the whole year spent $3,500 on our at our store. Nice. Um, then we actually go in to her social media and see, okay, what is she posting? And when we actually go into her social media, we see that she's posting stuff about us. Um, so what do we do at that point? We actually end up highlighting that customer. Um, and so we end up, you know, giving them a shout out on our platform, mentioning their name when we go live and things like that. Um, people love recognition. That's that's just that's just you know human biology. That's just what it is. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely one of the ways that you can take a step further. Always look at how much they spent uh, because that can really because if someone spent 
you know, one-tenth of their yearly revenue at your business, don't take that lightly, you know. Um, you know, say to yourself, like, this person is no longer a customer, they're a family, and how, you know, how can you treat them as a family through the business? Beautiful. I love that. Okay, so um, at this point, how can the listeners today uh, learn more about you and um, and what you've got? Is there, do you have things other than through your brands that you, you sell to the, uh, the customers of this show or um, are you, are you here like father Christmas, give, give, give. Ourself, like, you know, power media group, you can go to powermediagroup.com and you know, we essentially, we know all this information that I have, um, if, if you're a brand, if you're a business and you need better online, uh, online presence, or you want to sell better online, whether it's through Facebook advertising, or Google advertising, uh, just contact us. Um, you know, you can, you can contact us at info at powermediagroup.com or you can just go to powermediagroup.com and, uh, you know, we can literally help you, uh, scale, um, from wherever you are. We've helped companies that were making $300,000 a year, uh, to scaling them to $4 million a year. Um, and we're able to do that. Uh, and, and, and we definitely have our own. Uh, own ways and our own practices of doing that and uh, we can definitely help you out uh, doing that as well so if you're an online brand and you want to scale your business um, you know we can definitely help you out with that and all the little things I said you know these are all the little things that we actually implement and help you get there beautiful all right so power media group Check that out, folks. All right, so at this point, what we like to do is we like to mix it up. We go into the rapid-fire question round where I ask the questions quickly. You can you can take a little bit longer to answer them. Um, are you up for that, Xi'an? Sure, absolutely. Yeah? Are you two thumbs up, up for it? Yep, two thumbs. There they are. There's the thumbs. All right, question one. If you ever had to start again, how would you make your money? If I had to start over again, uh, one of the ways I would make my money is um it, it would have to be through social media and and, and uh online um and it would definitely uh, with it, i would do it with a product that's either trending or a, a product that i actually believe in and um you know go straight to social media and and, and really do it from there nice what's the most common or biggest mistake leaders make uh, the common, the most biggest mistake, uh, you know, the leaders make, um, I would definitely have to say is uh, not knowing your info uh, 100%. Um, you, you, you have to know your, anything that you're doing, you have to know it to 100%. And if you don't know it, hire someone. So what do you mean by info? What would be an example of um, info? Contracts. Um, if you don't know how to put together a contract, don't bootleg it. Uh, don't even try to look for templates. Just hire someone. So if you don't know it 100%, hire someone that does. Absolutely. Who is the best leader, alive or dead, and why? Um, the best leader, <laughs> alive or dead. Um, that's, that's, that's a very good question. Um, I mean, you know, myself, 
uh, you know, some of the people that you know I, I personally liked and I personally followed uh, because of the stuff that they said. You know, was one of them was, uh, and they don't even con- probably consider this consider themselves lead leaders, but you know, Joe Rogan is definitely one of them. Um, uh, you know, even uh, you know Dave Chappelle, you know, he's another one. Um, I mean, these people like uh, the the position that they get into and how they get out of it uh, is very astonishing. Um, Elon Elon Musk himself, um, if you ever hear him talk about his life, it's gruesome. Like you know, but the way that they pull themselves out, um, you know, only a true leader can do that. Nice. How do you hire top talent? Um, so. One of the ways that we hire top talent um, is honestly we, we we look at their work, their previous work. Um, edu- I'll be totally honest with you, we don't really look at the education as much, um, especially when we hire a specific skilled uh, person like a video editor or a graphic designer. We're not really looking at the education. What we are looking at is their work and their organizational skill. Those are the two main things. Nice. So um, the education is not so important. It's it's more their their attitude and willingness. Attitude, willingness, and their and their previous work. If they can show us that they have previously accomplished certain tasks, and they can show us that, that that means they're able to execute and finish, which is the most important thing is to finish. Brilliant. How do you evaluate a good business deal? Um, when it comes to specifically with us when it comes to evaluating good business deal is number one is it has to make sense on on our end and it has to make sense on on the uh, on the other person's end um and when it comes to business deals um profitability and how fast you're going to get to that profit is the number one key right so um when we acquire certain businesses uh, we say okay we're going to put in x amount of dollars but when are we going to make that back, right? Um, and with us, we have a rule that we have to make it back in less than a year uh, for for it to be worth for us to actually go in and uh, acquire it and invest it into it. Nice. How do you identify a good business partner? When it comes to choosing a business partner, they it's similar to choosing um, your spouse. You know, because you have to be able to trust them. Um, if if there's no trust, uh, you know, between it, then it, it, it's just not going to work. What is one of your proudest moments? Um, I think one of our proudest mo- moments uh, was when we in in uh, I, think, I think we had a few. But I think our proudest moment was when we were um, looking back at our old pictures and we saw our store, a, a screenshot of our store, and it said zero dollars. And uh, um, and every time we look at that, you know, we say to ourselves, you know, we went from that to this. Um, so you know, just 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 seeing, you know, that you know we were able to accomplish something like that. Nice. What's one interesting fact about you that not many people would know? 
Um, an interesting fact about me is that um, that I, um, when I shop online myself, um, I I pay more attention to the to the to the journey that the other e-commerce brand has uh, that has done than me actually paying super close attention to the product itself. Um, so when I actually buy stuff for myself, like for example, this pen over here, when I went to go buy this pen, I was more concentrated at the user journey that that brand has created uh, rather than the pen itself. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, man, you gotta you gotta live and breathe the stuff that you do, right? So uh, you know, it's right. competitor research at the same right. time as, uh, or it's research at the same time as um, you know, buying a pen for yourself. So I get that, I get that. So what does um, what daily routines do you have, um, either morning or evening, that have helped you make you more successful? Yeah. So um, one of the main things that I do in the morning is I, I, I meditate. Um, I take, uh, if I had to say how many minutes, it would be exactly about uh, nine minutes out the day. Um, I just meditate. I don't try to think about anything else. Just do that one thing. And then the second thing that I do is um, I have a journal and I, I write down uh, what I should do for that day and what's that one task that I should do that's going to make me happy. Is, is the what you should do for the day different to the one task that makes you happy? Or is the, like, is, is the happiness task around, like, like, what will make you feel good today? Or is it about, like, what is the most important task in your business if you get that done, the days of success type thing? It's a, it's, it's a little bit of both. It's, 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 um, it, it's like, you know, what is it that one thing that I can do for the business today that I can check off as a task completed? that actually moves the business forward. Nice. And then in turn, that makes you happy because it's moved the business forward. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> what book or books changed your mindset or life? Um, I would say uh, one of them would be uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, for Good. sure. Any others spring to mind? Uh, it was is is a marketing book, but I I can't I can't think of it from the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Rich Dad Poor Dad is an absolute classic. Everyone should definitely um, give that a read. What's the most exciting question you spend your time thinking about? Is this business or is it personal? <laughs> like uh, whichever you choose. <laughs> um. No, I mean, I mean, the, the, the biggest question that I, I think about, you know, every day is, is why do we gravitate towards certain things, right? Um, whether it's a movie, whether it's a person, whether it's a product, whether it's a food, why is it that humans gravitate towards certain things? Um, and, and, and that's a constant question that you know I ask myself and even in the business when we have a product we're creating a landing page it's always you know why um, you know 
we would gravitate towards it or we are gravitating towards it. Um, once you can figure that out, um, it gets pretty interesting. So does that come back to the figure out what problem your product solves? So, so you're kind of doing that on a daily basis. Like why are people gravitating towards it? What is the problem that they might have that that thing or activity solves? Exactly. You know, it's, it's kind of like, um, you know, one of the things we like this week, you know, what I was thinking about is because we needed hard drives for our business. And I said, you know, why is it that I always go for lacy hard drives instead of Western Digital? You know, why is that? And 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 I had to ask that, like, what is it that lacy did that caught my, you know, attention? Um, so there's just those type of questions I always like to ask. I like that. That's that's actually a really interesting lens to see the world through. I'm gonna I'm gonna give that a go because yeah, there's definitely th- things which we do, I guess, without thought. Um, yeah. That uh, that yeah, actually, if you sort of ask that question. I think that's that's a great one. I think that's a great one to journal on as well, actually, to really uh, delve into. Um, what advice would you give your younger self? Um, the number one advice that I would give to my younger self is it's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the advice I give to everyone. Like, you know, it's, it's going to be okay. Just, just, just keep working towards it. And when failure does happen, it's going to be okay. Like no matter what, it's going to be okay. Uh, that's the number one advice I give to my younger self. I still, I still have to remind myself every morning that it's going to be okay, uh, whatever it is, you know. <laughs> I like that. There's a reassurance, a daily reassurance. Nice. What was your biggest challenge starting in business and how did you overcome it? Um, the biggest challenge in starting the business, I, I would have to say, is, you know, money is always one of them, um, you know, the financial side of it. Um, and one of the ways that I did it is, you know, I, I you, you, you have, there is sacrifice that's involved. So one of the things I had to do is I had to live um, unfruitful for a couple of years, uh, you know. Just so you know, I can continue doing this. Nice. Um, it's the sacrifices we make, right? Like it's the um, it's playing the long game, not the short game, and it's delaying gratification. Exactly. That's that's just the entrepreneurs, like you know that marshmallow test. We would always um, you know wait for the wait for the second marshmallow rather than eating uh, eating it straight away. That's just entrepreneurs, man. That's how we're wired. Um, penultimate question: What unusual or underrated food or drink should more people try out? Okay, so I actually <laughs> <right>. think <laughs> yeah, it's like, like this is a serious one. Okay. <laughs> so as far as food goes, okay, there there's a, there's a food called durian. Okay, it's supposed to be like the world's stinkiest fruit. Okay. Um, I can tell you, like myself, like from Bangladesh, uh, where I was born, that's one of our like national fruit. Um, and I can tell you itself, while it it might be stinky on the outside. It is sweet, sweeter than a banana, uh, and, and tastier than a banana when, when you have it. Um, you know that's that, that's one of the things uh, definitely uh, that's underrated. Beautiful durian fruit. And did you did you have a drink there? It was like it seemed like you were like right on the food side. I've got this, and on the drink side, you had something lined up too. 
Yeah, so uh, on, on the drink side, um, you know, a, a lot of people say that sparkling water tastes like uh, static. <laughs> but, um, you know, you just got to figure out which brand to, to try. And uh, um, Saratoga is one of them. You just have to try, uh, you know, uh, sparkling water. We got to bring sparkling water back into play. Bring that back. Bring the Perrier back um, to <laughs> reload your others. <laughs> sort of 80s brand there for All right. Okay. And then final question. Um, what makes you happiest? Um, what, what makes me happiest is just knowing the, knowing the position that I'm currently in uh, and and understanding that not everyone gets to be in this position um, and not everyone wants to be in this position. And um, just knowing that I'm able to be in this position, um, th that's what really makes me happy. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, one thing um, that people should really practice is like, you know, all throughout the day you work hard um, and then throughout the day you get into a lot of frustrations, but before you go to sleep at night, you just have to realize what you actually have and, and understand that not many people have that. Um, and, and that's what really makes me uh, happy, just to know that I'm, I'm in this position. Fantastic. I love that answer. And that brings us to the end of the uh, rapid question round. At this point, I'd like to ask you, do you have any asks or requests of the audience listening today? Um, you know, obviously, number one is, you know, definitely check out, you know, powermediagroup.com. Um, if you are one of those people that is struggling, um, you know, in the online space, if you are one of those people that's struggling to scale and grow your business, if you are one of those people that have made a dollar and want to make a hundred dollar or a million dollar, um, you know, just know that you are going to have failures. Um, you are going to need to work hard. Um, and, uh, you know, you know, one thing that I said, and I'm not trying to sell myself, but earlier on when you asked me, you know, um, if you don't know something, you should hire someone, um, you know, that's what, you know, Power Media Group is for. Um, our, our number one goal is to actually help um, entrepreneurs uh, that were like us that didn't really know much when starting off and, and really scaling them from zero to 100 at rapid speed um so i mean that's my last plug <laughs> nice i like that well shian thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today i tremendously enjoyed your um nuggets not to do them a disservice your nuggets of of growing an e-commerce business the importance of uh replicating that uh real life experience with your online store particularly with the with the customer service um, and then delving into the the why. I love that. Delving into the why. Why do, do people gravitate towards your product or indeed in the street? Why did they do that thing? Why did they, you know, go to the left, not the right? Why do they pick up the uh, the Lacey, not the Western Digital? It's uh, um, uh, that question, I think, is going to be a very, very enjoyable one to comp to repeatedly ask on a daily basis. So um, in addition to everything else, brother, I thank you so much for um, sharing your time. Uh, with us today. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. 
Hey there, you incredibly good-looking human. Thanks so much for listening. If you had a good time today and would like more good times in the future, please hit that subscribe button and leave a heartwarming review. I read them all and it will go a long way to help others out there benefit from all the teachings of this show. And if you want to get in touch or otherwise learn more about me, head to martincook.co.uk or smarterdestiny.com. I really appreciate you. You're an incredible human. Until next time, keep crushing.